Welcome to Twink Wars. The Teen Wolf podcast where we definitely did not spend the last 45 minutes or so trying to figure out how microphones work because we are professionals. Oh yeah, there's more like 30 minutes. No, we didn't. No, we (laughs) plugged them right in and we were ready to go. It was fine. Yeah, definitely didn't struggle at all. Nope, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, today we're talking about... Oh wait, oh shit, I'm Rashad. Oh, whatever, yeah, I'm Heather. (laughs) For anybody who's just tuning in. Teen Wolf Podcast, where one day... We will remember how our own podcast works. Yeah, we will do this intro like we have done it. What is episode is this now? 21 Something like that. Can you tell this is baby's first podcast? (laughs) It's fine. Uh, It gives a character, it makes us relatable. Yes. Okay, but today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 9, Party Guest. And that's not G-U-E-S-T. It is G-U-E-S-S-E-D. Which is... I didn't like it. No, I don't like this title at all. It's a bad it's title. terrible title. Nobody's guessing anything. I mean, well, they're... Guessing? Nobody's guessing anything. Nobody makes any guesses in this episode. No, not really. It's weird. <laughs> no. They were really. I guess the audience is guessing what the fuck is going on, but that's every episode. Yeah, they were just really, really reaching. They could not come up with anything. This was like a last minute. We gotta have a title, like we have a lot of the time. Like we just gotta put something on there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, um, so this week, before we get into all the nitty gritty stuff, we're gonna discuss our favorite media resurrections. Yes. Okay. Do you want to go first? Um, well, like, the easiest and most obvious one is when they brought Buffy back mm-hmm. after season five. Yep. Um, it was just, like, so shitty. It was more the aftermath right. of, like, them resurrecting her that was bad because they did that episode, uh, they did Once More With Feeling, where we find out that they snatched her from heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't, it was interesting because it wasn't that they, well, they tried to imply, but it wasn't that they brought her back wrong. Yeah. They did it right. They just shouldn't have. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, it wasn't like she, there was like no, well, there was like a spell involved, but it wasn't like she wasn't doing what, uh, spoiler alert, well, if you watched <laughs> the episode, you're listening to this, uh, she wasn't like yeah. Peter, where she's just like harassing somebody into resurrecting her. No, she did not want to be brought back. No, she didn't have any thought. She wasn't thinking mm-hmm. about it. No, she was just floating um, around on a cloud in heaven. And then I assume yours is probably going to be something from Supernatural. Well, I mean, the first one I thought of was Buffy, but I figured we'd both think of that one. Yeah. Um, Supernatural, there is obviously, there's like 50 yeah, but there's some but, that are like messy, like when Sam got brought back mm-hmm. without a soul. Then he got brought back wrong. Yeah. That one is hilarious to me because it's obvious that like Cass couldn't tell the difference. No. <laughs> he was just like, whatever, I I got Sam. What's your what's the matter? Yeah, he's always awful. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he could uh he brought Dean back perfectly intact. Yeah, he's just like he was just fucked from being in hell. Yeah. Sam, he's just like, well, this is good enough. Close enough. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and then there was when Angel came back from hell. Mm-hmm. And he was just like very, that was very Beauty and the Beast like where he just like was out of it and um, like couldn't talk. Yeah. And Buffy had to like take care of him in secret. How did he get brought back? He just. He just showed he back just up. He just showed up like a portal just opened up and he fell naked onto the ground how did it open? I don't remember. Was it when that 
other that evil watcher lady came and she wanted that glove thing did they accidentally open it up then it's been so long all i remember is him just falling on the ground yeah and being naked and mm-hmm. i remember buffy taking care of him in secret and then everybody gets pissed off mm-hmm. and i think xander was mad because he thought that like he was finally going to get his shot with buffy i think that's why he was really mad that she was taking care of angel in secret yeah i mean there's that but i mean also angel you know almost killed willow did kill jenny yeah he was that was angelus though it was angel whatever let's not get it (laughs) yeah so um um let's see i mean we watch i think i think a lot of the media we consume involves people coming back from the dead yeah constantly and usually i don't know this one not all of them require a ritual sometimes they just like do it somehow yeah Sometimes it's like rapid fire. This one mm-hmm. was like very involved. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's the one from Justice League. And they bring Superman Oh, back. yeah, that was super involved. Stupid. Um, And then <laughs> at the end of the original, well, not the original, but like the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, um, Marlon Wayans dies in that movie. And uh, at the end... That, sorry about wow. the sirens. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Somebody's dying at the end of the street. Hopefully they'll be resurrected. I hope so. We shouldn't be joking about that. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> I'm RB. sorry. Um, so anyway, Marlon Wayans dies in that movie. And spoiler alert for the first Dungeons and Dragons movie. I didn't know movie. there was a first Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, it had Justin Whalen in it. Jeremy Irons was the villain. Okay. And uh Fun fact about that movie, Jeremy Irons only took that role because he had just bought a castle and he needed to pay his bills. <laughs> well, <laughs> everybody's got to work. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> Marlon Wayans dies in that movie and at the end, they like put the like magic item that they were searching for half the movie on his grave and then his name disappears from the grave and the little elf chick that they've been hanging out with is like, don't question your gift. Now let's go to your friend. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's another fun resurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at my DVD collection. Not with any other inspiration, but um, um, there's Bucky. He didn't die. Sort of, but not really. He was always alive. It was true. <laughs> he just we didn't know it, or Steve didn't know it. Yeah. Um. Eh. I think we've covered the yeah the we've good talked ones. about enough of them. So this episode aired July twenty third, twenty twelve. It was written by Andy Cochran and directed by Tim Andrew. And it had a viewership of one point six five million, so it's back up from the last episode. Cool. Now I have to bring up there was a lot of music in this episode, uh, as you may not be surprised by, considering it was party. Mm-hmm. Um, the only song that I knew that I like is the St. Lucia, All Eyes on You, which plays in the car when Allison is dropping Matt off. Um, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of songs. Stepdad, Will I Ever Dance Again, While Lydia and Allison Are Trying on Clothes, Mustard Pimp, Money Shot, That's When Styles Arrives to Lydia's Party, Adrian Lux, Angels. Scott and Styles discuss things. It's all, I mean, it's I all didn't know party. that you were going to name drop every song. I thought we were just going to do the good ones. Well, I mean, the thing is, there's or some the of them that are, we enjoyed. Some of them are good songs. You just don't hear much of them throughout the whole party. That's true. So 
I would have to listen to him because I really wasn't, I didn't zero in on anything this episode. I did think it was funny that during the scene where Matt and Allison talk at the party, there's a song called Animals performed by the band Creep, which I feel is fitting. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I was not attracted to Matt at all this episode. Mm, no. Um, yeah, I mean, nothing else really stands out. There's still a bunch of other songs that play during the party, but. The only one that I, if I were going to make a best of Teen Wolf playlist, which yeah. maybe I will, I would put St. Lucia, All Eyes on You. That's fair. On it. I like St. Lucia. Or is it Lucia? I don't know. I've Whatever. only ever seen it written down. Same. <laughs> so that's it for music. And there is no, well, there was trivia on IMDb. Okay. What was it? Not trivia. Oh, just more facts. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Well, and they call it they call it a spoiler, which at first I thought because I read it before I watched the episode, I thought it was going to be a spoiler. Is it going to be like uh, the like the last episode where it's like Melissa was not in this episode? No, but it's so it was basically just saying Matt fell in the pool and said he can't swim. And then that turned out that he's the master of the canima and doesn't like water like that that's not a spoiler that's just we watched it and we saw that happen yeah i, I mean that's not trivia that's which i have a story <laughs> similar to that when we get to that point in this episode story about falling in a pool about somebody being thrown in the pool that can't swim oh all right that sounds like fun yeah <laughs> um so previously on we learned that if something affects the canaba it affects the master mm-hmm. scott yelled at allison for no reason Victoria tried to murder Scott, but then Derek took a chunk out of her shoulder. And also, apparently, Peter is still alive and wants Lydia to... Fully resurrect him. Yeah. He's, like, half dead or something. Right. So, technically, I guess it's not actually a resurrection, but... So, then, uh, the summary of this episode is basically... Peter, like, full-on explains to Lydia, I need you to do shit for me to bring me back to life all the way and you're Mm -hmm. gonna do it or i'm just gonna like torment the fuck out of you and then Mm -hmm. um victoria traumatizes her fucking family yep um she mostly just chris mostly chris (laughs) but like i have lots of comments about this whole thing the origins are the worst family ever they need all the therapy styles and Styles works harder on the mystery. Yep. On solving what's going on. Everybody goes to the party for Lydia's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it's a mess mm-hmm. because Lydia uses it to like perform some kind of ritual. I don't even know if it's part of the ritual. Ah. It feels like it is. I'm like, because I don't see the point in doing it otherwise. Who knows? Who knows? The, we'll know, get into yeah, it more. I don't know. But um, <laughs> yeah, Lydia poisons everybody at the mm-hmm. party. And Victoria kills herself. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Derek has to uh, wrangle in his whole pack mm-hmm. during the full moon all by himself. He's a single mm-hmm. father of three. Yep. Uh, and his golden boy steps up. <laughs> yeah. And we get fucking Peter back at the end. Yeah. <laughs> we have to trade one obnoxious character for another. We lose Victoria, but we get Peter back. I'm like, ugh. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. Oh, and we find out that Matt is oh. the master of the Canima. Right, yes. And he's a total fucking creep. Yes, he is. Which we already knew. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, he just doubles down and leaves no room for questioning right. of it in this Because, episode. what did we say before? Styles is an excellent judge of character. He is. Oh, my God. I can't wait to get into it. Okay. So, so let's get that, into it. Let's do it. All right. Um, We start off with Lydia in the shower. Having a bad time again. Yeah, she cannot catch a break. Nope. I can't remember the last time this girl took a shower in peace. Yeah, I would start taking baths if I were her. I don't think so. I feel like a bath would be worse. Like, I feel like some Freddy... I'm sure you've seen the, like... Yes. Yeah, that iconic <laughs> scene. Yeah. I feel like that would happen to her every time she tried to take a bath. I guess so. She it can't. would just be, like, a werewolf claw coming out. So she takes a shower, and then when she pulls the curtain back... Thankfully, Peter's not there. Yet. Yet. Yeah. I, I just put it on here that I've had this nightmare. Oh, really? I mean, not necessarily exactly this, but I haven't you ever had like a I've had like recurring nightmares where I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom or <laughs> I need to find the bathroom or whatever, but I can't. And it, the, it's always crowded or there's always somebody using the bathroom where I've had ones where I find a toilet, but it's like in the middle of a crowded room. I've no never walls. <laughs> had that nightmare. That probably, sounds awful, though. I'm probably revealing some kind of deep psychosis to everyone. I was very curious. <laughs> like, in the back of my mind, I was like, I wonder what that means. Uh, and you probably, have, I've had the teeth falling out dream hmm, before. I don't think I've actually had that one. I've heard about it. I think that one, it's only happened to me, like, once. Mm-hmm. And I think it has something to do with, like, growing up or something. Yeah. I but, think it's uh, all, they're all stress-related Stress insecurities. Yeah, welcome to our dream analysis podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then uh, she's in the crowd. She's on the field, the lacrosse field. And do we know why that one girl is like not having a good time? I don't know. But my guess was that, that that's supposed to be Laura. Okay. But that's, I mean, it's just a guess. Because I don't know if that's ever referenced again. Yeah, I was like, is this somebody who's supposed to be relevant at some point but anyway and then peter shows up again and he's walking towards her and then he's on top of her i did not like that that i very much hated seeing him on top of her yeah that was very gross and creepy and uh rapey yeah and then he's in her fucking bed yes right next to her it's all very bad yeah and then but then we finally get some like wolf magic lore of how he's going to get resurrected or whatever's going on where we find out that the full moon is in March. Well, the full moon in March is called the worm moon. Yeah. And, um, then there's like fucking worms on Lydia's Mm -hmm. feet and there's worms on Peter's face Mm -hmm. and Lydia's birthday is in March. We find that out. We also are reminded that Peter loves to mansplain things. Oh, of course. Absolutely. He's just always telling us something. Always telling us that he knows the history of something or why something is the way it is. And here comes another siren. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Love that for us. This episode is just a journey. (laughs) Um, And then I do think it's funny that in the same episode that like Peter shows up like more... Uh, prominently, mm-hmm. we have a comment about a, were- a female werewolf menstruating yeah. again. Ugh, I have a lot of thoughts about that as well. We'll yeah. get to it. Um, so we'll get into that. I uh, also, I did have the thought, okay, so he is showing her, you know, she he's showing her hallucinations basically and showing her her party and saying she needs to do whatever this is during her party. No yeah. explanation of why. None. 
don't know what it had to do with anything like you just mentioned. It's another one of those things that I never really thought of until you brought it up. I'm like, yeah, what does this have to do with Peter? Yeah. Why did she? Whatever. But, um, so she says, and what if I don't? And he shows her basically like a slaughter. Yeah, and I'm like, Peter can't actually do anything to anyone because he's dead. Right. But he could definitely torment her perpetually, I guess. I guess. That's really, that's what I had to chalk it up to. I was like, that's the only thing that he could do is just, like, haunt her. Yeah. And make it so that she doesn't, like, get any sleep ever again. I suppose. Like, be her own personal Freddy Krueger. He also brings up the point that nobody's actually told her what's going on. And then he's like, but I'll show you. Mm -hmm. And then all he does is turn into a werewolf and jump at her right which i'm like is that's not telling her shit no she's just like this explains nothing yeah and even if she did figure things out we don't she doesn't question anybody else about it she like, said when are you gonna tell me about werewolves no no she, it's, i it's hard to understand what's going on with lydia in this episode yeah like, and also she... the dream sequence doesn't help anything it like doesn't explain anything either no and like the rest of I don't know. Like she's just had she's had all this going on and she's kind of twitchy with Allison. But she still doesn't bring up anything to Allison like, "Hey, by the way, have you been not telling me that werewolves exist?" Yeah. And part of it I think is that she every time that she tries to talk to Allison about anything important, Allison is like too busy for her. But then also Allison kind of brings it up. So, like, she starts talking about how things have been yeah, weird Yeah, but then lately. she always makes it about her and Scott. It's never about, like, what's actually going on. Yeah, that's true. So, uh... uh anyway. It's messy. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Um, um, so we go to... The Argent. Yeah, they're... Chris is cleaning Victoria's gigantic bite mark for no reason. Yeah. Because we know it's not going to make any difference if he cleans... If it's disinfected. Yeah, in fact, uh, it would heal soon. Right. Yeah, so, but I guess it's one of those things where you just have to feel like you're doing something. Yeah, and I feel like it's distracting them from, like, what's about to go down later. Right. And um, I love how Gerard is all, like, your wife fucked around and found out, put her down now. Yeah, he's, like, totally excited about it, almost. He's just, like, grinning yeah, about the fact that he like, has to... great, I don't have to deal... One less headache for me to deal with. Yes. Um, I also... So... <laughs> So basically, Chris and Gerard are having this conversation, and Chris is trying to, you know, still act like, well, we don't know that it it might not. It's a bite from an alpha, my guy. I don't. He's trying. He's trying. Yeah. Uh, But then Gerard says something about, "Don't make me the poison king to your Hamlet." What the hell does this have to do with Hamlet? I didn't read Hamlet, so I couldn't tell you. I haven't read it either, but I know the gist of it, and it's just that Hamlet's father is murdered comes home hamlet hamlet's father marries doesn't like hamlet want to fuck his mom or something his mom's dead or no his mother marries his uncle because her his father died yeah but still this has nothing to do with this yeah who knows (laughs) there's nothing this doesn't it was just like where gerard was like i'm gonna throw in a literary reference because i want you to know that i'm smart more like the writer yeah did that so Anyway, moving on. Um, then we cut to Scott and Derek. Yes. And they're having like, I love when they argue like this mm-hmm. because usually one or both of them makes very good points. Mm-hmm. And like 
Derek is all, why do you always think I'm keeping something from you? And Scott's like, because you're always keeping something from me. Yeah, because you literally always are. (laughs) And Derek's like, okay, true, but I'm doing it to protect you. When has it ever protected him? Yeah, it's always like a problem. Yeah, it's never worked out well. And but he does also make the good point that this is all his fault. Yeah. And which we knew that that's why he's so invested in this whole Canama yeah. situation is because he feels responsible for it. And I mean, I don't blame him. I understand. I get it, Derek. But he also manages to make a good point while also taking the wrong lesson from it. Yeah. Because he's saying it's my fault. I have to deal with it. When Scott is very reasonably saying, "Well, why don't we just let the Argents deal with it?" Yeah. Because they've uh, they've come to the conclusion and the agreement now that they can no longer save Jackson. Yeah, but they also know that they can't kill him. Right. So So they're like, well, that's when Scott's like, well, maybe we should just let the professional monster hunters deal with this. Yeah, it's like they're not coming after us for a change. Yeah. So, well, they tried to last episode, but I, that wouldn't have happened had they not all been at the same place. Right. And, and that had was Victoria like, not found out that Scott was fucking Allison. Right. That was like her personal vendetta thing yeah. at the moment. Like Gerard and the rest of the hunters were not concerned about Scott. At that no, time. but they were concerned about Derek's pack because they bumped into them there. Yeah. But again, if they hadn't been there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it all boils down to if they hadn't been in the same place at the same time, nothing would have happened. Yes. Well, to any of them. Anyway. Right. Um, so... That's when we cut... Scott Cut? Cut. Cut. <laughs> to Matt and Allison. And... The, again, he... Like, he apologizes for the awkward attempt to kiss her. Yes. And they have a nice kind conversation. of... Conversation there. About, like, what's going on with her and Scott. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's very clearly established she has some unresolved shit with Scott that he already knew about because he was the one who brought it up. And then he, I'm like, she shut you down when you kissed her. Why are you holding her hand before you try and get out of the car? And she immediately takes her hand away. Yeah. Like, she does not like Matt like that. He is either, well, I think he's ignoring the signs. It's. I don't think it's that he can't read them. Yeah, he's very, like, incel-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So he gets out of the car. And Allison immediately sees that he left his shit and starts going through it. Right. Which... I'm here for it. I mean, in this case, yes. On a regular basis, I would say if you find someone's camera, don't immediately start going through their photos. Yeah, no. That's not cool. That's like going through someone's medicine cabinet. Yeah, but none of your business. Super creepy. Right. So, and he's always taking pictures of shit. So it's kind of warranted. Plus, he like totally went through Scott's tablet. Right. But not that they know that that happened. Yeah, Allison doesn't know any of that. She's no. just snooping because. But as she was going through that, I was like, oh, he is stalking you. Yeah. Stalking, stalking. And then he, he shows, shows up. back up. And I'm not going to lie, that made me jump. Yeah. Oh, well, we skipped over the part where right after he left, she did the, you know, fog up the windows thing to see if Scott had, had left her anything. message. And he had not. Yes. He had not. And then um, she's just like going through all the pictures. And at mm-hmm. first it's like lacrosse shit. And then it's Allison. More Allison. More Allison. More Simon. Allison at home. Yeah. Oh, it went the other way. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's another emergency elsewhere. I don't know what's going on, but we may be hearing a lot more of these. Yeah. So um, this is just going to be a emergency episode. Anywho. Um, yeah. So and then while Allison is... What's the word I wanted to use? Um, 
reasonably upset uh, about yes. this. She's like reasonably stressed and creeped the fuck out. Mm-hmm. He just shows up and yep. scares the shit out of her. And then he's like, I forgot my stuff. And she's like, yep, you did. She like barely cracks the window down so that he can fit his arm in. And well, like, oh, he just like mouths. He doesn't even say he's like, open the window. Right. And he's got like the super creepy look on mm-hmm. his face. He looks horrifying. Yeah. Um, and then he's trying to say, oh, you could come in and we could look at the pictures in my room and my laptop or whatever. He yeah, because he knows that she's gone through mm-hmm. her shit and he's just doubling down on the creep factor. Yeah. And she says no, like three or four different times. And he's like, no, you you don't have anywhere else to be. Yeah. Which isn't the creepiest thing you could. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's spring break. Ugh. Oh, my God. He made my skin crawl this yeah. episode. I was... But thankfully, she was finally just like, I'm leaving. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And peels away. Yeah. And he's just staring after her like Mm -hmm. a fucking creep. And then we cut back to Derek and his betas. Yes. And Boyd is so smart. He knows what a Triskelion is. Yes. Which I I only know because of this show and also because of Marvel. Because S.H.I.E.L.D. was in the Triskelion building. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and also because I have a Triskelion tattoo. But you had it before the show. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but that's, well, that goes to show what Boyd said. It can represent lots of things. Yes, it can. But in this case, for Derek, it represents Alpha, Beta, Omega. Yes. And then Erica makes her period joke. Yeah. And, well, Derek talks about how you can always change your status. You can, a Beta can become an Omega. An Alpha Alpha can become a Beta or an Omega. Yeah, yeah. Just anything could happen. Yeah. Um... So yeah, and then they just he just talks about how the moon is coming and they're gonna go nuts. Yep, yep, yep. And then we cut to another Macy's product placement. Yep. <laughs> because Lydia shows up at Allison's house with bags of dresses that she has bought for the party. Mm-hmm. And so she's bought several for herself because she is the host, so she needs to have some costume changes throughout the night. Yep. Um, but she also bought one for Allison. I missed that part. Um and then Allison asks if Jackson is going to be there. And Leah's like, what do you care about Jackson? Yeah, because if she didn't, I mean, if you don't know why Allison's asking, it does come off like. Yeah, oh, and I was Jackson like, that's a very good point, Lydia. Because mm-hmm. Allison is not subtle. No, not at all. And then Victoria tries to talk to Allison. Yep. And Allison's like she's like being very much a teenager mm-hmm. about the whole thing she's like i don't know when i'll see you i'm gonna do whatever and victoria just like lets them do their thing and on one hand i get it she wants she doesn't want to like ruin allison's day she's getting ready to go to her best friend's birthday party i get it but at the same time bitch you're literally about to kill yourself that takes the priority over uh like your Be daughter polite. going to yeah yeah this is like the only time should have stood out to allison that her mom was just like being so meek and they're like oh could we talk oh oh no okay you're busy like when has victoria ever acted like that yeah but also at the same time like allison's got other shit going on in her head that's the least of her worries is like her parents feelings but i agree but i would just think if my mom was acting so unlike herself i would notice (laughs) well then again we got to think it's the artist there everybody's always acting weird and it's allison yeah. She doesn't notice when people are being weird. Not at all. Um, but I did feel bad for Victoria in that moment. Yeah. But at the same time, I was still pissed. Right. I was like... If I think... If it was any other mother... Yeah. 
I would be a lot more into like invested in this, but it's Victoria, so yeah, I was just sad for her, but I didn't. It didn't linger, and I have so many complaints about how she handles this whole Mm -hmm. situation. Yeah, because she handles the whole thing wrong from beginning to end, and makes it worse for everybody. Basically, I agree. And (laughs) so we'll get into it more when we as we go as we revisit this plot line Mm -hmm. um and then we go to styles researching um the yearbook and he figures out that everybody's on the swim team yeah i mean first there's a a, as usual a cute scene where the sheriff's like what are you doing Styles tries Mm -hmm. to claim that he's doing homework but they're on spring break yeah blah 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 um the sheriff says that they have harris yeah and i was like i do not remember harris being this relevant to every major plot for the first two seasons yeah. He's at the center. They are forever arresting this man and blaming mm-hmm. him for crimes that are not his. Yeah, although I we're He's like to, vaguely linked to both of them. I don't I honestly don't remember how he's involved in this or why his car tracks or anything were there if we know now we know that it was Matt. Yeah. So but I, I don't remember him being how he's connected to this either. No. So um, that will be actually a reveal for me because I don't remember. Yeah, but I still just didn't remember him being this big of a deal. Um, and I like the comment where Styles says he doesn't hate Harris. Harris hates him. Yeah. And I was like, well, you're better than me because I fucking hate that dude. Yeah. He sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, I also get the impression, though, that I think, I think Styles is used to people being annoyed by him. He is. Oh, yeah. It becomes very apparent in this episode. Yeah. Uh, my baby. Yeah. He's used to just to being just most people don't get styles. No. And that's why Scott is his bestie. Yeah. Because Scott is a sweet angel baby, mm-hmm. like the dumbest person on the planet Earth, <laughs> but so sweet, so, so kind, sweet. so patient yes. and so understanding. And I feel like styles has kind of taken care of him. Yeah. I think they take care now. of each other. Right. Like before now, I feel like Styles was like the one he was like he was the alpha of their friendship. Yeah. Before now, I think. For sure. But um I also thought it was worth pointing out that Styles starts pointing out reasons why it doesn't make sense for it to be Harris. Like they weren't all in his class. Mm-hmm. What does Leahy is have to do with this? Blah blah blah. And the sheriff's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. We have the evidence. I'm like, like a fucking cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck the motive. Is very much a cop. And we've already established that like none of the cops in this area are good at their jobs. Right. So yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Um, and then Styles makes the discovery that uh Isaac's dad was the coach of the swim team for 2006. Yeah, they see the swim team photo, which is obviously terribly photoshopped. Yes. But that that all the victims were either on the team or in the case of Isaac's dad, the coach. Yes. Um, and then we cut to Lydia and Jackson. Yes. And I just have to, I'm not going to do my, I won't do my fashion watch at the end. I will just point out that Lydia looks fantastic mm-hmm. in this scene. Hair is amazing. Her outfit's amazing. Her makeup is yeah. immaculate. The only thing that's bad is the scene. <laughs> yeah. The fact that she came to see Jackson, but otherwise. Yeah. Well, like not just that, their whole interaction is just really like not and it's not like him being an asshole to her. It's right. like the whole exchange is just one of those really bad, weird teen wolf exchanges that happen every so often on the show where two people will be having a conversation and I'm like, why are you this? Why are you not more weirded out by this whole interaction on either end? 
Because he's like, you really don't want me at your party. And she's like, you're coming. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I'm trying to actually see it from both of their perspectives. So obviously yeah. Jackson is saying, you don't want me at your party because I'm a like, monster. Because he knows weird shit is going on with right. him. Which is, you know, good of him. But she's just But like, she, I guess, just wants him to come to the party because she still has emotional attachment to him and she wants them to i guess be friends at this point and she wants him to be included or also because she feels like a lot of people are not going to show up well she acts like she's over it right but i don't she's I not don't get it but okay so she thinks that he is saying that you don't want he's saying i don't you don't want me at your party because i broke up with you and broke your heart and whatever that's yeah. what she's thinking he's saying and she's like i'm over that right. so there's no need to worry about that and I don't know. It this was just is, weird. I don't honestly, like it. I mean, for some reason, this is one of the conversations that doesn't bother me because I I can't understand where both of them are coming from. In this. I get where they were coming from. It's just the way that it went down. It was just weird to me. But yeah. whatever. Maybe um, I was just distracted by Lydia looking so perfect. Maybe. <laughs> so then, from there, we go to her party. Like where it yes. starts, when uh, Styles shows up at her front door. <laughs> what is in that box? I don't. I, I said, what did Styles get Lydia that required a box that massive that he can hold that easily? It's obviously yeah. an empty box that big. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so what I'm assuming it? that it was just like a giant teddy bear or something. But but those are heavy. They are. But also, <laughs> I'm like, why didn't you just put? Why didn't you just bring the bear? But like, whatever. It, it doesn't matter because we it's never cause see what's it, in the box. Because it was a joke. That's yeah, the only it was explanation. <laughs> more physical humor. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Allison shows up and she walks up to the party by herself and she's like, I'm doing this for Lydia. Yeah. Whatever. And some rando like runs past her like, woo, party. You don't remember that? Um, I thought that was later. Oh, yeah. No, I can't remember. Somebody definitely runs past her like they're headed straight to the party and they like startle her. And they all get into the party and there's no one there. Yeah. So where did that person go? I have no idea. Her house is pretty big, though, so they were probably just wandering around somewhere. <laughs> okay. Um, what I found very interesting was that Styles yeah. has the phone number <laughs> for those drag queens yeah. from the raving episode. Mm-hmm. He's in their group chat. Yeah, and I'm like, that's proof of bisexuality for mm-hmm. me. I mean, he could definitely be an ally, but yeah. I just think, no, I was like, I think that's proof of bisexuality. I'm fine with that. Yep. I'll accept that. Um, and then... But I also just think it's a, a... I think it's just a fun indicator that Styles is just, like... Totally cool. He's an yeah, ally. Cool people are cool people. Yeah. I met these cool people at the club, so yeah, I'm gonna keep yeah. in touch with them. And I love the journey that Lydia's face has, and <laughs> yeah. she's just like, hmm, okay. Oh, yeah, sure, okay, come on in. Um, then we cut back to, uh, Derek's pack. Yeah. And poor Erica. This is bullshit. It does suck. Okay, I just, okay, so basically he says that she has to wear some kind of medieval torture device on her head, Uh or it's like, it's more, it's like something that they put in your head when they're doing brain surgery, where they, like, screw it into your skull. Yeah. And his reasoning is, she she has a higher tolerance for pain because she's a woman. Yeah. Which, to me, I know that they're trying to be like, oh, women are tough and badass or whatever, but I feel like it circles back around to misogyny. Like, because she's a woman, she has to suffer more than you guys do. I mean, I'm cool with, like, siding with that. I just think it's fucking stupid. Get stronger chains. I thought that it was dumb, too. Yeah. 
Because I'm like, you didn't hurt Scott. Yeah. And well, like, also, well, his situation with Scott was, was different, but he didn't do anything to hurt the other two. Nope. No pain whatsoever. They were just chained up. Mm-mm. So, yeah. I don't and like it. And we also see later that it doesn't work for shit anyway. Yeah, so, so he just, like, this is the second time he's done something super fucked up to Erica for no reason. Mm-hmm. He's a bad alpha. He is. He's a terrible and alpha. And he's a little sexist. He's very sexist. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> he definitely tried to just, like, treat her like a sex object. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she Later. is the girl werewolf. Like, she's not just a beta. She's the girl beta. Yeah, poor Erica. I feel like she does not get the justice she deserves. No, I agree. And, but I love her. Mm-hmm. I really, really like Erica. She's, she's my girl. I love her. Um, But I also just was like, you don't have cages or cells or something in all those tunnels underneath the Hale house. Like, your family built all of that and none of it was to keep out of control werewolves locked no. up during the full moon you're not prepared for this at all you're gonna chain them up with shitty chains and your stupid abandoned train, train car. yard yeah mm-hmm. Derek is the worst alpha <laughs> he's so bad at so this. bad at this he's just like a bad werewolf in yeah. general that boy God. should have been born human uh, and lived a normal human life I feel so bad for him yeah anyway because um, he's not good at anything and he drops the uh information about an anchor to Isaac and Derek explains that for him for himself it's anger yeah but it doesn't have to be that and it shouldn't because that's a shitty anchor (laughs) yeah but I mean it works for him yeah I don't understand how but yeah whatever um Um, we go back to the party and Scott and we get okay I feel I'm starting to just think that the writer of this episode is a misogynist or he's just like got like really stupid gender ideas well i do think i do like the advice that styles is giving to scott because he's definitely right in this situation in this situation if he was just saying hey obviously something is going on just go apologize whatever but he has to make it into this stereotypical gendered thing well you know well men we just apologize we're just always wrong it doesn't matter we're just always wrong because it's really saying women are irrational and you didn't really do anything just apologize anyway. I don't see now that's not how I interpreted it. I interpret it as like, yeah, he's wrong because guys are usually wrong and don't <laughs> want to admit that they're wrong. And <sighs> if a woman is visibly upset and the guy doesn't think that he's done something wrong, nine times out of ten, probably ten times out of ten, he definitely did something wrong. And we know for a fact in this case that Styles is right. Specifically in this isolated incident. In this case, he is right, yes. He is 1,000% right. Yes, he is. Scott should not have gone off on Allison. And maybe I am just, you know, bundling this up with all the other gendered misogynists. You're not wrong. (laughs) I'm not, like, trying to invalidate what you said. Yeah. But I also totally agree with what Styles said. And more often than not, that advice is applicable to most men in most situations. I would say if anybody listening needs this advice, if you're having an issue with your significant other and you don't know what's going on, just talk to them about it. Yeah, just talk to them. Hey, what happened? Yeah. Or if you think that you've done something wrong, if you legitimately think that you've done something wrong, especially if it's difficult for you, apologize. Yeah. Just say, hey, I don't know what is 
what the problem is, but I'm sorry if I did something. Like, I feel like I did something. Yeah. <laughs> like, can we talk this out? And I'm sorry. Just do it. There you go. That's our PSA moment for this episode. Yeah. Um. So then we cut to Lydia. She's been giving anybody. She is like drinks. pushing the bunch hard. Yeah. And we see that there's little purple flowers floating in it. Yeah. Is that not Wolfsbane? Uh, I, yeah. Okay. I just assumed yeah. that it was Wolfsbane. Yeah. Okay. Which apparently if you put Wolfsbane and punch people hallucinate. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, I, I guess we were intercutting because that's when I wrote anger is a terrible anchor. But whatever. Oh, yeah. It cuts to Derek chaining up his pack again. Yeah. And then we cut to the Argents, which are is terrible. another gendered weird thing where Victoria is like, oh, you think I'm going to take sleeping pills? And Chris is like, well, statistically women, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah. I'm not most women. And I'm like, Victoria would rather commit suicide as violently as possible than euthanize herself calmly and peacefully. Yes. Which obviously just shows that Victoria is a crazy person. Yeah. But I just feel like there's just so many weird moments where they bring up gender in this episode. I they don't know do. why. And also, uh, I said that she really should have made Allison talk with her instead yeah. of doing this post-mortem letter shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there... But I, I get why she... I get why she did it the way yeah. she did. If it was someone else, I'd be like, no, I understand, but it's Victoria, so I don't give her anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> and I just... there. There are so many ways you could off yourself that or not stab yourself in the chest with a butcher's knife. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? And then like, well, I'm going to wait till we get to it. Yeah. But I have like a very like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, moment that's mm-hmm. going to come later. So then we cut to Matt shows up at the fucking party and he wants to talk to Allison. Mm-hmm. And I love Allison's face when Matt tries to close the bedroom door and he immediately stops and pushes it back wide open. That was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then he proceeds to go full on incel on her. Yeah. At first it starts off kind of normal. Like he's kind of talking himself out of it. Like, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I feel like you, you deserve to be photographed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then she's like, some of that shit was creepy as fuck, my Mm -hmm. guy. And he's like. Well, I think it's flattery. No, it's not. <laughs> he just goes, and I'm like, yikes, oh my god, ew, Matt yeah, is wh- such an incel. He, what does he say? Some people would call it flattering, and she says the police would call it stalking. And he's like, stalking? Yeah. And he immediately flips. I've seen so many dudes flip on girls like that. Yeah. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I've had dudes flip on me like that because I was like, no, thank you. Yeah. And it's, I... yep it's creepy awful and he's like i could take pictures of any girl and she's like then why don't you and he's like bitch oh yeah uh he's the worst so then she starts to leave and he like grabs her and she like knocks him down yeah and he says what's the matter with her and she just like takes him down Mm -hmm. immediately so this is apparently an allison can fight episode yeah and i'm like good for you allison fuck that boy yeah this is not an allison is a damsel episode episode well Granted, it was because he put his hands on her. She has to be pushed lately. This season, it feels like they have to push her well, and Jackson like back her, her into a corner. Up against the locker room wall. Yeah. And she still... No, that's when she flipped him over. And... But it took her a while. <laughs> yeah. I don't I still didn't like that. No, I don't like it either. I'm just saying, like, they've been... They, like, 
she lets it go way too far. Yeah. Like this was like a very quick reaction, but I think it's it took longer because it was Jackson I as guess. opposed to Matt. But either way, she's like she, the whole point is that like they back her into a corner yeah. and then she snaps when I feel like her arc at the end of the first season, that Allison would not have tolerated this shit. She would have been like, um, what the fuck? Yeah, Al- I don't know. Allison confuses me sometimes. Yeah, so. This is when we get the first hallucination. Yeah, which I really did enjoy this because mm-hmm. Allison is like, oh no, there are hunters here yeah. and they're going to try and like attack um, Scott but then, or Jackson, but probably Scott is who she was more concerned about. But then it's herself and she sees herself shooting her with the arrow. And I feel like she needed to see that because this was the badass Allison that was like, bitch, what's wrong with you? But it was also, it's like, she's afraid of becoming that person. For sure. Which is, I guess, why she holds back. Yeah, but I felt like she had a good balance at the end of the first season. I don't know, but I, I don't then, think. I, but then she found out about Kate. Yeah, and ooh. so she's like, "I don't want to become that." That I, is a good point. Yeah. So, I can see that's why she's like backtracked a little bit. Maybe I just talked myself out of being annoyed. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I mean that's a good point. I didn't think about that. So yeah, I think that's good. So uh, it's like it's like these hallucinations are kind of it's just like everybody's fear in the moment, or I won't yeah. say worse fear because some of them are kind of dumb. Yeah, and we, <laughs> I think we see some of their worst fears yeah. in a later season. Oh, yeah. Yes? Maybe. I don't know. We see some weird fucked up shit oh, yes, later definitely. on that go on with them mentally later on in the show. But anyway, moving on, the next person to get a hallucination is our sweet baby Styles. Yeah. Um, This is horrible. No. <laughs> um, It looks like his dad just shows up at the party drunk as fuck. Yeah. Um, And he, I feel like part of it is him reliving the funeral i think some of that actually did happen yeah, not like any of the things that he said right. but i think his dad definitely got fucking hammered mm-hmm. at uh his mom's funeral yeah and styles internalized everything that his dad didn't say right yeah i don't think in any way did his father ever imply that, that it was his, no. his fault but i think that's how styles interpreted mm-hmm. it yeah oh my god Oh, it's it so broke sad. my heart. And Lyndon Ashby and Dylan O'Brien are so good in this scene. Yeah. It just, oh, God. I'm just, yeah, I don't know what else to say. It's just Styles thinks that his father blames him for his mother's death, and now he thinks he's yeah, ruining the his Yeah, the hyperactive life. kid thing. Yeah. That shit hurt to my yeah. core. Because that is, like, some super personal, like, deep shit. Yeah, which that... also plays into the whole him saying, I don't hate Harris, Harris hates me. Yeah. I feel like he's just accepted mm-hmm. that people find him annoying. Yeah. And just, he just thinks that that's who he is. He's just noxious and a burden yeah. on people. Uh, and <laughs> oh then he, God. like, thinks his dad chucks the whiskey bottle at him, but he yeah. doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and it's he... a hallucination, but he's just, like, crying. Yeah. To himself. Oh my god, it's so sad. Um, and then we cut to Scott's hallucination, which I do not like. No, it's so <laughs> gross. Gross. Even if it's even knowing it's not real, I don't like. Oh wait, that before we get to that, um, that's when we cut back to the Argents. Oh. Before we get to Scott's hallucination, I didn't write any notes for that. Apparently, um, <laughs> where that's when Victoria's like, I couldn't tell my daughter I was going to kill myself because she was going to her best friend's birthday party, so I'm just going to kill myself in her room. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, Victoria. 
And then I'm like, and now this bitch is gonna make Chris help her kill herself. This is all later. No, 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 no. This is all in the same thing. Because they're just sitting in the room. This isn't the I actual... Have, I, like, have a lot of notes before we get to that. No, it's like... Okay. Before that, when they're sitting in the bed, she's like, I couldn't... I didn't have time to talk to her, so I just want to do it in her room because it'll feel like I'm with her. Or, like, <laughs> it'll make me feel close God. to her. And... This is just them talking about it. This okay. is before they pull out everything and start right. doing it. Um, she's and like she's gonna make Chris do it. I'm like, why are you doing this to this man? Why can't you just take the fucking pills? Like, I get that you're like a strong ass bitch. We all know you're a strong ass bitch. Like, you don't have anything to prove. Yeah. Why don't you just take the pills? But instead, you have to traumatize mm-hmm. poor Chris. Yeah. By making him do something he tried to give you like a peaceful way that was Mm -hmm. this is fucked up yeah victoria and he's like i don't know if allison ever finds out like exactly what happened probably not but like chris has to live with all of this yep that poor man is (sighs) well i mean we've pretty much covered it yeah but the only other thing i had to say about this scene which is what i was saying before also is like this is really sad and tragic if it was someone else (laughs) Yeah. I don't care about Victoria. No, she's like, I felt worse for Allison and Chris. Right. And I just, I've definitely, the, we'll talk about it later mm-hmm. about Allison's reaction, but I would be a, a Chris, I mean, JR, you know, doing yeah. his best work, but I just don't feel anything about these two together. Oh, no. Like, even she is about to die. Yeah. And he kisses her on the cheek. Yeah. Like, this is your wife. This is not a real relationship. This is a sham marriage. It was definitely a business arrangement. An arranged marriage. Yeah. Like, two hunter families. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to marry an Argent. And it's like, Chris, you have to marry this, like, evil dictator, crazy woman. Because she's she's strong enough where you're weak. Mm -hmm. Like, I can imagine. I can understand if maybe, like, he's still, you know, they are connected. They were, like, partners. I feel like... Okay, so here's my love. here's my version <laughs> of like how Chris and Victoria came to be when they were really young because apparently they've been together for twenty years, and I feel like it was an arranged deal. Mm-hmm. And Chris was like, "I do not like this Victoria chick. Like, she's not the worst, but like, she's not who I want." Mm-hmm. And I think that he fell in love with another woman mm-hmm. who was like not cool with the vam- the werewolf hunter shit, and he got her pregnant. And Victoria found out about it and she couldn't kill Chris's baby. So she waited until Allison was born and found a way to murder like Allison's real mom. Oh shit. And was like, I'm going to raise. And then like, she like played it off. Like Chris doesn't know that she murdered like Allison's real mom. They think she like staged it to look like an accident. Like she did with Scott. Yeah. Like she tried to do with Scott. And then she's like, I'll help raise your daughter. Oh man. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. they just, he's like, and like Chris is just so like distraught and devastated yeah. and Gerard's like just do it he was like yeah I need help with this new baby and yeah I don't sure, know why not like, I, I really can't let my sister help me raise this baby <laughs> oh god so he just like married Victoria and that's how we got to where we are now that makes perfect sense and he sense. grew to like love her as best he sure. could yeah there, it, they had a companionship yeah partnership yeah Mutual respect. Yes, they like definitely hunt together very well. Yeah, but they it was not. There was- 
No, and so that's oh, how we get here. Yeah. And so <laughs> that's well, glad we worked that out. My <laughs> backstory for how Chris and Victoria got together. Yep. So then uh so then that's when we get to Scott's yeah. hallucination with Allison and Jackson and then Jesus help us. Jackson turns to the fucking Canima yeah. and it's so gross. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. But apparently that's Scott's worst fear right now. Yeah, it was all gross. And then we cut to Jackson and his hallucination is his real parents showing up without their faces. Yeah. But I mean, I guess it's because he never saw them. Well, yeah, he doesn't know what they look like. But is so if this is everyone's worst fear. I don't think it's their worst fear. I think it's the thing that's bothering them the most in the moment. Okay. Like, I think but it's, he seems scared. I mean, I think it is like, well, I mean, it's scary. Like his parents are faceless. Yeah, but he just as soon as he saw that before they turned around, he seemed terrified. Like, I feel like he is scared. He thinks what's wrong with him. Like, whatever is wrong with him. And not just the Canima thing. I feel like that's something that he's had. Mm, I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, maybe. I I just feel like that. I, I don't know. I think he's afraid of everything. Well. I think, I truly think Jackson is afraid of the world. Yeah. And that's why he is the way that he is. And he just shows his ass every chance that he can. Maybe. Um. So that's, that's that. And then we cut to... Well, then we see Lydia walking away. Yes. She just leaves her own birthday party, which is fine because, like, she didn't know any of those people besides her friends that are lying to her about werewolf Uh shit. And having hallucinations and don't notice that she... Yeah. So she's she's off to go collect Derek. So I'm just one... So, again, this comes back to that, like, magical woods nexus that we've talked about before because she just walks off. Well, like, she walks off. Yeah. And then let's keep going and then we'll talk about the next thing where i'm like i know this okay we'll just keep going because i really want to comment on the next thing that she does that i'm just like how the fuck did lydia manage to do that yeah um so she okay so we go where we get to the train car yes erica got a wolf face yes yeah didn't see it very well but she did get one she got a full-on wolf face yes um they're all losing their shit yep um and is then, this this is their this is Erica and Boyd's first full moon. Yes. Isaac's had one already. Yeah, this is his second. Yeah. And um, um Isaac is great at breaking himself out of like any bad situation. Every time you lock him up, and I think that I I was like, I wonder if it's a subconscious reflex from his dad locking him in that deep freezer. Oh, so when he wolfs out, he's just if you lock him up in a like a confined space. The minute he wolfs out, he, the first thing that he's going to do is break out. Maybe. Because he broke out of that prison cell all he, on his own. And oh, yeah, that's right. broke out of these chains, and mm-hmm. he, like, parkours out the window immediately. Yeah, he's, well, I mean, yeah, it makes sense that he would not be okay with being confined. Yeah, or chained up or anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that he understands it, but then as soon as he wolfs out and loses control, he's like, absolutely not. Fuck yeah. this. I'm out of here. Um, and... So, Derek tried his best to control them, but Erica and Boyd jumped his ass. Well, did we get to that? Yes, we did. Yeah, it all yeah. happens in the yeah. same thing. But then we cut back to oh yeah 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 the pool or Styles. Being I love this high. scene because yeah. the clip floats around the internet. Um, sometimes I see it every now and then on the internet. Like which part? Uh, the scene with the where Scott's trying to sober Just Styles, dunking up. him in the pool. Yeah, yeah, I love this girl. 
Yeah. I'm like, she she's just like, popped oh, up baby, out of I can nowhere. Do best. Yeah. And she just, I think we do see her again. Or boy, I can do best. Right. Yeah. She's just so random, though. We see her again next. We meet, see her a couple times next season. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, why don't we get more of her? Yeah. We need more of this girl. I don't even know her name. No. Where did she come from? But she was cool. I liked her, too. Yeah. She was really funny. Um, But then, okay. I'm just nitpicking at this point, but I feel like it just keeps coming up because then Sal's is like, I'm reevaluating my policy on not hitting a girl. Yeah. Gender. Yeah, this is a very, like, gender-heavy episode. What the hell? Anyway. Yeah. So then we cut back to Derek struggling mm-hmm. to control Boyd and Erica. And Isaac comes back to help his dad. Yeah. He is truly the best boy. He is. And then... We cut to, this is when we cut back to Victoria and Chris, and I'm like, why are they talking like they can't tell Allison the truth? She got bit by an alpha and had to kill herself. Just yeah. tell her. Yeah. Although, I could see Allison immediately being like, I'm going to have to kill Derek now. Mm, I think she would do it. Well. I think she would definitely try and kill Derek if she knew that he bit her mom. Yes. And I feel like the truth... But I feel like they need to tell her the truth. Right. But also, Victoria d- wouldn't tell them the full truth, which is that she was in the process of trying to kill Scott. That is also very true. That is very true. There are layers. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Which <laughs> is... <laughs> That's the other thing. This is Victoria's <laughs> own fault. Yeah. None of this would have happened if you weren't trying to murder someone. Yeah. Somebody who... Your daughter's boyfriend. Deserve- yeah. Like, it wasn't even like he did anything evil. He was just with your daughter when you didn't want him to be. Yep. And you just went crazy. hmm This is the consequences of your own actions. Yep. So, and everybody has to suffer for it. Chris has to put his own wife down. Yeah. And thankfully, I'm glad that, um, I forgot that she did it in Allison's room. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm glad that Allison doesn't know that. Because, <laughs> God, what the fuck, Victoria? Well, yeah. Uh, and I'm still mad. I'm still mad that she didn't talk to Allison. She just, and they have this whole conversation. But what would she say? Was she, I don't think she was ever going to, she was going to tell her, uh, hey, I'm going to kill myself later. I think she was. I think she was going to, I think she was going to, I think she was going to say, look, I got bit. I'm going to turn into a werewolf and it's my duty. She's going to be like, Victoria, super badass werewolf mm. hunter mom about it. Be like, this is what you do. Yeah. And she's like, I need you to be sure. I feel like she had a whole speech prepared Maybe. for but Allison. Then, but then if they're talking about not Allison not knowing why, I honestly don't remember. Well, I think because she because she chickened out on doing it, they're like, okay, then well, they're then not we'll going to tell her at all. I don't, I don't know. I think we'll have to watch like the next <laughs> yeah. episode to see how this plays out. Okay. But um anyway. But again, she could have just taken some sleeping pills. Yeah, it didn't have to be like this. She could have done that way early. She didn't have to wait till the full moon. She's like, I can feel it. Ugh, she was so she's so dramatic and, and she so m- selfish. Made her husband stab her. She's like, I can't do it. Then take the pills. Yeah, then don't. Then go to sleep. Just don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Also, you guys have like a bajillion guns. You could have just shot yourself in the head. For real. There are so many options yeah. that don't involve Chris, who's like not cool with any of this having to help you run yourself through with a fucking sword. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. 
Let Gerard do it. Sure. He would have been so gung-ho. He wouldn't have even lost any sleep over it. Absolutely. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. So when we got back to Derek is chaining Isaac up again, even though he obviously doesn't need to be chained up anymore. Was he chaining Isaac back up? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess just to be safe. No, I don't think he did chain him up. Because he was, I think he was chaining the other two up, but not Isaac. Because Isaac was like, my dad's my anchor. And he yeah, was but I like, thought he was... Oh, no, you're right, because he was sitting down when they had Yeah, he was sitting down. He was letting him chain him up again, just, I guess, better safe than sorry. I guess. But he was explaining how he, you know, controlled yeah, himself like, earlier. Your dad, about. he used to lock you up and abuse you. He's like, he wasn't always like that. So his anchor is the memory of his father before he became abusive, which yeah. is so sad. I know. Poor baby. <laughs> <sighs> um... So then, so then Lydia shows up. Yeah. Out of nowhere. She and, walked from her house to wherever this train yard is. Mm-hmm. And she just blows Wolf's Bane dust in Derek's face. Right. And I, okay, so have Derek and Lydia met? I'm just, I mean. They I were all at the Hill House when they fought Peter. I don't know if they've, like, interacted. Lydia wasn't there. He was in the oh, hospital. Oh, yeah, she was in the hospital. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, Derek knows who Lydia is. Yeah, they're aware of each other, but I don't think they've ever yeah. directly interacted before this moment. <laughs> this is their introduction to each other. Yeah, and um, yeah. <laughs> so she knocks him out. Yeah, but then we cut back to, so this is when we get to the hospital. Yeah, and uh, Crystal Reed sold the fuck out of that breakdown. Uh, yes. I believed, yeah. like, she found out her mom had just died. And the part where she says, tell me if this is a part of the training. training oh my god yeah oh god i it teared up sad. watching that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. crystal reed is such a great actress mm-hmm. she's really talented yep and then we cut back to the party and that's when my matt gets knocked into the pool thrown two people thrown carry him pool. and throw yes. him into the and pool he's screaming which, about how he can't swim yeah uh which took me back to <laughs> field day my senior year of high school um my friend travis a whole bunch of people there we uh went to like some athletic center mm-hmm. that had like lots of stuff for us to do but there was a pool there and lots of people were swimming in the pool and these people grabbed my friend travis and he's like no 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 don't i can't swim and they just threw him in the pool and we had to get him out of the pool and it was very traumatic like i mean he didn't get out and summon a can of mud to kill anybody right. but it was just like very traumatic and I was like he can't swim I was so pissed yeah and I guess well now that makes what I was gonna say sound bad which is swimming is not that hard (laughs) (laughs) just staying above water is not that hard I can't say anything because I've always been able to do it. Yeah, it's not, I'm not expecting you to be able to do like Olympic level backstroke or whatever, but just treading water, just keeping your head above the water. I will say that the closest I've ever come to drowning was when my mom made me take like formal swim lessons Mm -hmm. and people were trying to teach me different ways to swim because I just swim like a frog (laughs) under the water and it's. It like, works. I've always done that naturally on my it's own. the job done. So when people were trying to teach me how to, like, sw- I can do these things now. But when they tried to teach me when I was, like, five, I got so twisted up and was, like, <sighs> choking. Yeah. I was like, I'm just let me swim how I swim. And I get it. Like, I mean, the reason the people drown or whatever, because they sit, think they think they can't swim. They don't yeah. get it. They thrash around and panic and, 
yeah, which I get that. But again, yeah. just it's not that hard. Anybody out there who can't swim, it's not that hard. <laughs> Heather says do better. <laughs> get good, noob. <laughs> if somebody throws you in the water and you think you can't swim, you can. I mean, I was definitely one of those babies where my dad just like tossed mm-hmm. me in the pool and yeah. I Babies swim naturally. Exactly. That's what happened. My dad put me in the pool. My mom was like, what the fuck did you just do to my baby? That's and then what, yeah. I just figured it out immediately. It's not that hard. <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to agree. Yeah. It wasn't for me, but you know, different strokes are different, not strokes for different folks. Right. Um, so, and then Jackson pulled him out of the pool. Yes, he did. Which I was like, huh, that's interesting. But like, I already knew. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I thought it was interesting that Jackson pulled him out. And then immediately we find out that he is the which also the cops show up so everybody runs out of this party yeah how does nobody see this bitch standing (laughs) in the middle of the road with a giant lizard lizard. monster (laughs) just like hanging out right beside him it's beacon hill selective blindness (laughs) yeah that's not my problem that's not my problem Uh, definitely he he must have some kind of camouflage or something (laughs) because he can walk in crowded clubs Mm -hmm. and slash up people and nobody notices him until they have to give a police report yeah and but they're always on drugs Mm -hmm. um it's it's ridiculous (laughs) it's absolutely ridiculous but oh well moving on and then we get to this part yes. where I'm like, Lydia dragged Derek all the way to the hell house yeah. by herself uh-huh. with one arm. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's just like, come. And you know Derek is heavy. Yeah. Muscle is heavy. He is a very heavy boy. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's he's very svelte. He's, like, mm-hmm. very lean yeah. and trim, but it's all muscle. Right. Muscle is heavier than fat. Yeah. So that is a solid man, and <laughs> yeah. she just drug his ass by herself mm-hmm. and... Like, all the way to his house in the middle of nowhere. Yep. And then she... Uphill. That house is on the top of a hill. Yep. <laughs> Through the woods, out the train yard. Up the stairs. I'm, yep. I'm just imagining her, like, banging his head on the stairs <laughs> the whole way. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. He's a werewolf. He'll heal. <laughs> and oh. So, I, I, I... Okay, so then there's this... She's also already broken the floorboards. Yeah. Apparently. By to herself. Get, yeah. And set up an elaborate reflective system. Yes. To reflect the moonlight from Directly a hole in the ceiling. Directly into the hole where um, Peter is. Right. All like curled up like some fucking vampire. Mm-hmm. And then she puts Derek's hand in Peter or his wrist in, or forearm in Peter's yes. hand. And then Peter just like digs his claws into it. Yeah. And absorbs Eric's alphaness. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> We're never going to get an explanation. No. All we know is this, this is what had to be done uh, yeah. to bring Peter back to life. Mm-hmm. She had to make a whole bunch of kids hallucinate. Right. That was pivotal. Yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of people that it doesn't matter. Um, cause like these weren't even students from her school necessarily. Some drag queens. Like random club goers. <laughs> these were just yeah. random people that, from the rave, uh-huh. <laughs> that just showed up. Right. And also like the core cast members. Maybe that's what Peter really wanted was to get them out of the way. It wasn't about the party and those other people. They're just like collateral damage. He, I think he just wanted Scott, Allison and Styles out of the way. But she could have literally just 
They could have been off doing whatever. It's very true. They haven't been paying any attention to her. She could have done all of this on... Ooh. Scott might have been with Derek, but then she could have just Wolfsbaned him. Yeah. And left him and carried Derek off. Oh, but then Styles probably would have been around. Scott only... He didn't... Well, he may have shown up after Derek called him, but originally that was not part of the plan. True. So... But wasn't he... But maybe the only reason he was not showing up is because of the party. At that point, yes. That Who is knows? What he it doesn't answer, matter. But there was much less complicated ways. Yeah, this, it didn't have to be <laughs> like this. It could have... It was just a fun excuse to have our gang get together for a party and have bad hallucinations. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, Peter is revived and he's butt ass naked his hair grew back real fast yep it did he's this is better than the last time he got burned up mm-hmm. he like is completely healed yeah. he's fine he's just dirty yeah i mean also all he had to do last time was just dig his claws into laura's arm he didn't have to kill her yeah wait does is Derek still an alpha i don't know okay i guess we'll find out <laughs> yeah. but um it like it like sucked the red out of his eyes it seemed to that's what it seemed like. Yeah. So weird. Mm, mm, who knows? <sighs> Whatever. And then yeah. he's, I do remember what he said. He said something like, uh, I heard there was a party. Don't worry. I invited myself. <laughs> Gross. What Ugh. a creep. Yeah. I also think it's funny that his like, he's just saying his like dong out. <laughs> that's naked covered uh-huh. in dirt. Yep. And uh, so that is the end of our that's episode. It. <laughs> that's it. So we got whatever fucking werewolf lore brought Peter back to life. Yeah. I learned about the wolf moon. The worm moon. Whoa, worm worm moon. Sorry, my bad. Um <laughs> the worm moon. If that's even true. I guess we could Google it. Uh, it probably I is. If, I don't know. If Peter said it, it's fifty fifty. Yeah. <laughs> uh we saw Erica's uh, wolf face, sort of. So, yeah, um, it was fine. I, I gave guess. it like a three. Yeah. Like, I, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I... I give him points for even doing it, I guess. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> it's just like a three. It's not bad. It's just yeah. like, it is. Sure. But it is. Um, um, you said you would count Styles being friends with a bunch of drag queens as evidence of him being bi. Yes. So we'll put that on the list. Um, um, oh, is there any Styles is magic? I don't think there was anything no. that shows he was magic. Uh, no Lydia being asexual. Nope. Um, mm. I think that's it, right? Oh, MVP. Uh, I chose oh, yeah. Isaac as the MVP because mm. he found his anchor all on his own mm-hmm. and he came back to help Derek control his wild ass pack members. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. I'm, I, I like that. My runner-up, again, would be Styles, just because he basically he puts together... He suffered the most. Well, he puts together the swim, swim team thing. Yeah. But, whatever. Isaac. Yeah. yeah. I'll go sweet. with Isaac. Yes. Way to go, Isaac! Woo! Our You're the newest cast boy. member to get uh, <laughs> MVP. Yeah. So, so, I guess that's it? Yeah. Well, now we just oh, gotta, we gotta rate, rate it. the episode, duh. Um, okay. But despite the fact that it doesn't necessarily make any sense... I still enjoy this episode, and I think there are some very good moments, some good acting being done. Yeah. I will give it a 
Well, I'm taking points off for the weird gender shit. I'll give it a 3.25 unnecessary surgical halos. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it just a flat three wolf, uh, wolfsbane punches. Wolfsbane punch? Oh, pun- I thought you were talking <laughs> about like with a fist. Punch. Like, Nobody <laughs> no, pun- a wolfsbane okay. punch? No. <laughs> What's that? Three uh, glasses of wolfsbane okay. punch. Okay, gotcha, I'm gotcha. Three glasses of wolfsbane punch. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So that's it for this week. That is our episode. Uh, if you would like to email us, you can email us at twinkwarspod at gmail.com. And if you would like to interact with us on social media, you can follow us at twinkwarspod on Twitter or Tumblr. And also, if you want to like and subscribe, that would be cool. And you can even rate us. Oh, we got a review. We did get a review from a total stranger, not a friend. We have to, I'd have to log in to get to it. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> it said that we bounce really well off of each other, I think. Yeah. And that we do a good job <laughs> of talking about the show. And it's clear that you can tell that we love the show, but we're not afraid to acknowledge all the goofiness. Something along those lines. I just wanted to read it. Um, I'm sure if you just pull the I'm podcast pulling, up normally, it'll... I'm trying to pull up the Apple thing, but it makes me log in with my password every time. And then it told me my password isn't right. Um, <laughs> Hold on. Let me just see if I can pull it up real quick. Oh, man. And just to give you some color commentary about my situation right now, Milo, my cat is sitting right next to me and he just farted on me. Oh, I love that for you. Oh, boy, it's stinky. Thanks, Milo. I hope I don't catch a whiff. <laughs> um, well, I remember the person who gave us the review. His name was Kat. So yeah. Shout out to Kat. Thank you. You're my new best friend. Yeah. I love you. We appreciate you. <laughs> if you're even still listening, because that was in December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm catching, like, slight whiffs of it. Oof. Yeah. Stinky butt Milo. Well, anyway... <laughs> Um, anyway, this is the end of our Teen Wolf segment. Yes. And now we're going to talk our shit. So, bye. bye. If you're going to leave. All right. All right. So, <laughs> I have watched a lot of stuff because it's been two weeks since we recorded last. As, yes. Um, well, you go first. Okay. So, I watched that show, Swarm. That we talked about at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. It was very crazy, like I knew it would be. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. Kind of reminds me a little bit of you, but not really. Okay. Just in the obsessive right. sense. But I liked it. So it's about an obsessive fan of yes. a pop star. Yeah. It's basically like a Beyonce stand. Like I thought. Right. Um, it's like a Beyonce equivalent. And this girl that's obsessed and will do anything for their like artist that they love. Cool. Nyjah is the name of the artist. Nyjah. Nyjah is the name of the artist. Mm, okay. And the girl, her name is Drea. Her name's Andrea Green. But everybody calls her Drea or Dre. I think I think everybody calls her Dre. Okay. And it was good. Um, I also found out more about it. It's a uh, Donald Glover. Oh. Uh, 
like did it, it. produced it wrote produced it? it yeah all I think he, I don't know how involved he I think he did a lot of it he does all of it yeah he does all those things yeah so he was like heavily involved in it cool and it was good I liked it um did you see John Wick 4 yet I did see John Wick 4 um oh good I liked it a lot I still think I I, I think 3 is my favorite Remember getting bored at certain parts of three. There was a lot of talking in this one. Yeah, but I guess the for the I think when I rem, I haven't rewatched three. I rewatched one and two. I rewatched all of them on my way home. I haven't got, <laughs> yeah, I haven't gotten to three yet. I do remember there was a lot of good stuff in three, but I also feel like there were certain points where I was like, okay, like I feel like some parts of the like fights went on too long. I mean, that's, I feel like that's every... I didn't John feel Wick that movie. way, this one, though. I didn't get bored. I didn't feel like any of the, like, set pieces or whatever went on for too long in this one. I will agree with you there, but I think that's because they filled it with so much talking. I liked the talking. I didn't dislike the talking. <laughs> it was. It just felt unnatural to me, because I've never seen... A, I've was. never watched a John Wick movie with that much dialogue in it. Yeah. So, and like the antagonists or whatever were more yeah. drawn out, more. Um, I love seeing out my girl Rena. Yeah, I didn't know down. that's who that was until I was looking at it later. I'm like, oh, that's that singer. Yeah. But I okay. Be so, careful, because Misha's messing with your cord. Yeah, FYI. I know. I I am aware. Okay. <laughs> um. But so okay. So this fight, that fight scene where she is fighting that really big guy. Mm-hmm. And then she like basically. Don't. Do too, don't talk too much it's about a it. Spoiler. I mean, I count it as a spoiler. Just I know the thing that you're talking about. Well, I just sometimes I get so excited and so like I'm enjoying any type of film so much that I cry. Uh huh. And I teared up watching that. Aww. I was just like, this is so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love this so much. It was dope. I was not <laughs> expecting her to do as well as she did. Mm-hmm. And then, well, like, see, I was about to spoil something, but. I good. thought I like Donnie Yen was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the actor who played the other guy, normal or nobody, whatever. Nobody, yeah, but I like Mister Nobody. I've definitely seen him in other things, mm-hmm. but I don't know his name. I'm pretty sure he was on Winona Earp. Um, I forget that actor's name. He's very cute. Akira's dad. I want to say like Hiroyuki Sonata. I think is his name. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Rena's dad, the manager of Yeah, the... I definitely know that guy. I'm talking about nobody. No, I know who you're talking about, but I I transitioned over to <laughs> the other guy. Yeah. I was like, The I other guy that him. we know we've seen before but don't know his name. He's great. Hmm? I I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's like Hiroyuki Sonata. I think is his name. Good. Um if it's not, I apologize. Uh Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I I think if I were going to rank them it would just be straight, like a straight incline from one to four. I think okay, they just yeah. get better as they go, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. In fact, I think I appreciated Parabellum more during my rewatch. Because mm. I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, this is cool. But then when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, it does have the knife museum. It does. I mean, that fight was awesome, but I think I loved it the most because of Halle Berry and her dogs. Yes, that's, yeah. That's so dope. Although, man, the amount of stress that I feel watching dogs in fights. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know it's like the whole franchise is built on 
loving dogs, so they're not going to die, but I'm still yeah, like, ah, I was worried about dog. Mr. Nobody's dog yeah. in this one, especially when they're, like, fighting in the streets of Paris. <sighs> yeah. That was intense. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. But it's the Do You Love Dogs and Also Violence franchise. And the answer is always yes, we do. Was it you who was surprised when I said I enjoy John Wick? I remember talking to somebody about movies once and telling them that I love the John Wick franchise and they were like really okay Mm. i don't know i don't i don't know i don't think so because i don't know sometimes i can't tell whether you'll like something or not (laughs) but john wick doesn't seem like something that Uh, actually yeah i don't know it's like 50 50 i can't remember if it had been the first time we had ever talked about john wick i can't Yeah. yeah but uh um Let's see. What else did I watch? I watched this movie called uh, The Outwaters. Okay. Um. So everybody keeps comparing it to Skinamarink. Because oh. it's another experimental. This one's a found footage movie. Oh, I love those. And um, I think you would like it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's basically about these group of friends. There's four of them. Two brothers and two girls. They go out to the desert to film a music video mm-hmm. for one of the girls who's a singer. And so like the a big chunk of it in the beginning is just character building and you getting mm-hmm. to know these characters and get their dynamic. And some weird shit starts happening out in the desert. Um but when weird shit Yes. <laughs> and like Skinnerink, you don't get to see a lot of what's going on cuz it's the desert, so it's mm-hmm. dark dark out there um there are these things that show up like later towards the end they're not big well don't tell me too much thanks i'm not going to (laughs) i was like but like they were my favorite part um is this available on streaming huh is this available on streaming uh no man i think you have to like rent it or buy it i forget where it is being a menace. Yeah. Was, getting into all this shit on my table. I know. I was, <laughs> that's why I kept trailing off and forgetting like how to talk. Because I was like, <laughs> is Misha going to unplug something and ruin everything? Um, she's thinking about it. Yep, she sure is. So, but it was good. I think oh. you would like it. What else did I see? I saw this movie called Unseen. Okay. Um that has have you seen the sex lives of college girls no well there's a character that's a reoccurring not one of the main girls but she's a a reoccurring character and she plays this girl who gets kidnapped by her psychotic boyfriend Mm. and taken to a cabin in the middle of the woods and she manages to get away from him but he's still chasing her and she breaks her glasses while she's escaping and she cannot see without her glasses. And so she calls the last number that called her, which was this girl that works at a gas station who called a wrong number by accident. And she has to get this girl to FaceTime her. And the girl is like, trust me, you do not want me to help you. Like I am not the person that you (laughs) want in a crisis. I'm fucking awful at everything. Like, you don't want my help and this girl is like no you have to help me i cannot see like and like she breaks her phone so she's like i can't you have to call me back 
And <laughs> like, I can't call anybody else. You have to help me or I'm going to die. So she FaceTimes her and she has to show her like the phone. It's Is this available on streaming? Yeah, but you have to buy it. You can't, mm-hmm. uh, you can rent it um, on Amazon Prime. Um, I think it's worth a rental. So Sounds interesting. Definitely it was really good. A, a it's, unique concept. It's got humor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Blumhouse film. So of course. It's got humor, but it's also like very good. It's got some tense moments. And then there's also some like good character development. Cool. So it was a solid movie. Um, I've seen so many movies. I've seen a few also. What else have you seen? I watched, it was number one trending on Netflix and I just randomly clicked on it. I see you. I have heard about that. What's it about though? I don't know. It is, is it a horror movie? It's a thriller. Thriller, okay. Um, it's got Helen Hunt. We talk. I talked to you about it a little bit on chat about how she. I mean, it's weird that she's like sixty mm-hmm. and she has a son in this movie. Twelve. Well, he's like fifteen or sixteen, maybe. Oh, okay. Like whatever. But anyway, basically, there's just family, and they have a big fancy house, and um, weird shit is happening in their house, and it seems like maybe someone is there mm-hmm. and it's but it's another one i don't want to say too much because it i benefited a lot from not knowing anything about it when i watched okay, it. okay cool that's how i like to go into most horror movies it was definitely it definitely surprised me because i had no expectations i was just like whatever fine i'll watch this i think i might watch it tonight before i go to bed pretty cool um i also watched the innkeepers i remember when you watched that what did you think of that it was it was interesting mm-hmm. but disappointingly not scary at all like yeah the concept is good characters were interesting like everything around it was good but the actual scares yeah no there okay. are none it's very underwhelming when it comes to that part but eh, what can you do yeah um i started that movie but i fell asleep and i don't remember anything <laughs> about it well i mean it's and it's not because it was bad. It was just well. It is asleep. also it starts off slow, so it's a while before you get into any part where they're even trying to scare you. Mm-hmm. And I was enjoying all of that, and then when it got to the point where they're actually obviously trying to be scary, I was like, oh no. Mm-mm, yeah, it's sorry. not working for you. No, <laughs> that's fair. Um, I watched this. Mo- I watched Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> Uh, I've heard nothing but horrible things. Yeah, it wasn't... Good? Worth it? Shouldn't have been made? It's not that bad. <laughs> um, I'm I'm glad that somebody did something with it. I think that it's one of those things that I'm glad somebody just like did something different mm-hmm. with like a... Uh, now that Winnie the Pooh is public domain, yeah. it's cool that somebody did something like this. Well, I the reviews and stuff that I saw from it they basically seem to be saying they didn't do anything new with it. It's just they happen to be wearing Winnie the Pooh masks. <laughs> it's just completely generic. Well, so like they're not wearing. Ma- I mean, well, obviously you know in saying. reality they're wearing masks. Right. Yeah. But in the show, it, I mean, I mean, movie, it is Winnie. It's yeah. Well, yeah. I know that. But but like yeah, it's a. I think it's like a good like gore fest, mm-hmm. and it's pretty hardcore. But it's not. I mean, it's like nothing special. But I'm glad that somebody was like, you know what? Winnie the Pooh is available for me to do some fucked up shit with, so I'm going to do it. Mm. And that's it. 
Really? Um, the reviewers that I saw were like, they were like, I can't believe I wasted my time watching this. A lot of people felt that way. <laughs> I don't feel that intensely about it. But you watch a lot of horror. Yeah, it's one of those ones that like I watched it. I mean, technically, this is probably a bad review for it for me because <laughs> for me, I would much rather feel super intensely about something like I either love or hate something. This is a movie that like it's. I could not tell you most of what happened in it. Like, uh, it people just, died. Like There's so blood. many people die and it's just dumb. Yeah. yeah. So it's not, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. Like if you're curious about it, well, I say this about any movie. If you're curious about it, watch it, but you don't need to see it. It's not going to impact anybody in any shape, form or fashion other than the people that hate it. Um, and then I watched another movie that's in the same vein uh, called Kill Her Goats. Kill Her Goats. Yes. Okay. Which. <laughs> okay, so. It's not good either, but <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's got. I didn't know until the end of the movie that all of these girls were uh, Playboy models. Okay. And. So it's like your very, very typical like old school slashers, like a bunch of hot girls with their titties out, which I do like <laughs> that they didn't uh, show their, they did show their breasts occasionally, but not as gratuitously as you would think. <laughs> they wore very okay. like tight and small shirts, Yeah. but there were a lot of shower scenes where they would like cover their breasts. They were very selective about when they showed like the full breast. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very interesting. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm like, they're you Playboy are... models. They, that's what they yeah, do. Yeah, and they're hypersexualizing these girls, but then they're um. It almost seems like I mean, and I I realize we've talked about misogyny and gender issues and whatnot, and yeah. it might be strange for me to say this, but it seems like they're missing the point of casting Playboy models. No, I think <laughs> I think that was kind of the point of how they shot it, though, because they were topless in a couple of scenes where like you could see everything. Yeah. But I think I like that they just chose not to show them as much as they could and knowing that they're comfortable with it. I was like, I like it. And okay. also there's kind of there's a twist to it. There's two twists. One, I'm like, it's not that great. <laughs> but then there's another one where I was like, what the fuck? That's actually kind of like genius. And I kind of love this. Hmm. Um, okay. I'll tell you about it off the podcast because okay. I don't want to spoil it for anybody that may watch this movie for some reason. All right. Um, and then I watched the Dungeons and Dragons movie with my party. Did you watch it? I haven't, but I want to. Oh, it was so good. It's good. very, very funny. Awesome. Um, I love that dude from Bridgerton. I haven't watched Bridgerton. Mm. Bridget John something. Yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love his character. <laughs> good. Um, Chris Pine is great. Mm-hmm. I love him. He is probably, yeah. he's my f- favorite low-key Chris. Not my favorite of all the Chris's, but he's, like, the most low-key, like, sleeper, fantastic one. Because I feel like yeah. you don't pay... I don't feel like people don't pay enough attention to him. True. And well, I think... He's, he's just because he's not in Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> and he's really just it. a fucking treasure. Mm-hmm. He's just, like, great. I love him. And I one of my favorite pictures of him is when the paparazzi is taking pictures of him, and he's just, like, yeah. mocking them. That's my favorite picture of him. I um, think... 
honestly, like if we're taking, if we're talking about like the four Chris's that people always talk about, the four blonde Chris's. Yeah. It's like Evans, Hemsworth, Pine are all great. Love them. Yeah. And then there's Pratt. Yeah. <laughs> Which. That's it. Like, love all these guys and whatever. Yeah, I don't even dislike Pratt anymore. Um, I don't hate him or anything like ever, a lot of people seem to. Yeah. I just I just also feel like he's he's overexposed. He's taking a lot of roles that he shouldn't be. He's not... I don't think he's utilizing his abilities the way he yeah, should I be. think that he... I feel like when he became... When he went through the Marvel grindhouse, it stripped him of mm-hmm. what everybody loved him for. Right. Like, and I still love Peter Quill. And I think he's great. I don't. I do. See, like, <laughs> Infinity War ruined him for me forever. I hate, I have hated him ever since. Just because Infinity he made War. an emotional uh, impulsive choice. Because it was choice. so stupid <sighs> and like... Oh my god, now we're gonna get into Dumb. That. It was so dumb. I, <sighs> yo, I wish that he would have made a better emotional decision like i don't care that's the whole thing like it was emotional impulsive he wasn't thinking it was irrational i would have rather him have like shot him in the face and like hurt her hand than just like bashing him in the face with the fucking (laughs) gun that's stupid i'm more offended about how it went down than the actual act itself how it went down was fucking stupid to me right but like whatever we're not talking about that (laughs) we're talking about chris pratt yeah uh, i just think no, I'm talking about Chris Pratt oh, well, now we're at the moment. Pratt, yeah. I'm talking about why I don't like him very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think he should be Mario. I thought his role in Jurassic Park was bullshit. I thought that movie with Jennifer Lawrence was bad. Like, he's doing all of these, like... Movie with Jennifer Lawrence? That one where they're, like, on a spaceship. And they're the only ones... <gasps> oh, shit. I bad. saw that movie and I forgot about it. I immediately erased that from it my memory. It was so bad. Um, I... I know you didn't watch like the Tomorrow War or whatever. It's I did. Called. It was garbage. The worst movie. <laughs> he makes he's he did that other like he's just doing so many shitty action movies when he should be doing comedy. Comedy is his thing. Yeah. He just happens to also be attractive. It's like comedy yeah. is your main thing. Mm-hmm. Being attractive is like a secondary thing you can and fall that's back the thing, on that's like he was always attractive yes. i loved my pudgy pratt mm-hmm. that was when i loved him the most like and i'm like one of those like old head chris pratt fans that loved him when he was on fucking everwood didn't you have a t-shirt or something that said my uh, ideal weight is chris <laughs> pratt on top of me yes, yes. <laughs> yeah but anyway r.i.p to my love for chris yeah. pratt i don't think he's a horrible person no he's not and then he married my queen Anna Ferris. I was like, but then he divorced Anna Ferris. Yeah, but we won't talk about. It. <laughs> anyway, back to uh, Dungeons and Dragons: is, Honor yes. Among Thieves. Yeah, I need to go see that. You do. It was so good. I want to go see it again, but I'm gonna go see Mario first, probably. I am because the movie looks fucking good. Me. I don't really care about. I've um, seen. I mean, I like everyone else in it. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't. I've made my piece about the voices in a perfect world. Just like the voice actors from the games would do their voices, right. but that's never going to fucking happen. Yeah. So stupid though. It should. Know, it's so dumb. Oh my God. And then I just saw where they're like adding an update that's gonna, um, add the voices of the cast from the movie oh, no. to Super Mario Odyssey. Oh no. And I'm like, that's a whole, that's the opposite of what anyone wants. Yeah. Nobody wants that. Why are they doing that? 
It's horrible. Oh and I feel like and once they do it to Odyssey, it, I think if they do it well, which I'm like... I mean, I'm sure they'll do a good job, but nobody wants that. No. Um, Speaking... Oh, if, if you're done. I mean, I'm it. Uh, go see Dungeons and yeah. Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. It's great. Yeah. It's fun. I want to go see it. I love a good action And comedy. you don't have to know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. It obviously helps you enjoy everything. And um, I'm very brand new to D&D, but... Um, and I had to, I went and saw it with my party that I play D&D with and I asked them afterwards, like how much D&D stuff was in it. And they were like so much. Cool. And then there were things that I recognized just from being adjacent as a nerd yeah. that are just like common ground. Like there's a gelatinous. <laughs> he just, he just covered his stop. mouth in horror. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop saying what's in it. Um, but like, well, I can say that there's a mimic in it because mm-hmm. that's in the trailer. Yeah. And I, the mimics are in everything. I think anytime you can do an adaptation or something that is equally enjoyable for someone who has no idea what the source material is, yeah. as it is for somebody who is like a hardcore fan, that's, you know, genius. A yeah. plus. That's a source. I think uh, that was one of the perks of like Scott Pilgrim versus the world because mm-hmm. it's very like nerd centric mm-hmm. but it's like certain things like you don't have to be a super nerd to get everything oh, yeah in it. I mean, but then there's certain things it. about it where you're just like oh my god i love that it's such <laughs> a like video game thing yeah but speaking of video games yes what i was gonna say was i watched well i because the only game well i watched uh, several gamers but the main one i watch is jacksepticeye Right. I watched him play through the Resident Evil 4 remake. I was I knew that's what you were going to yeah. say. Resident Evil 4, that remake, is, I haven't played it yet, but it looks so good. It was cool. It's one yeah. of my uh, favorite Resident Evils. Actually, I feel like I, w- I almost said all of my favorite Resident <laughs> Evils are the even-numbered ones, but that's not true. It's just 2 and 4. 2 is like my all-time favorite is Resident two Evil. 2 the one with Leon? In the son of a bitch, it is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's Leon and Claire. Yeah. Um. That's the. I mean, like the first one is iconic and it's great, and like I've got I've got nothing against the other games. It's just two is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I read the novelization of two. Um. I so, pl- played the game. It's great. Thing that gets me. Mm-hmm. Because I am not, I mean, I never played, I'm not an actual gamer. Yeah. I've only recently gotten, in, gotten into watching other people play video games. Yeah. Um, but I did watch him play Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I watched this and I've seen like a couple of the Resident Evil movies. Don't compare I, the two. Right. That's what I'm yeah. like. I'm like, why the fuck are they not making movies out of this? So why would I don't why why they sort of <laughs> kind of tried to course correct with uh Welcome to Raccoon City was that the one with um that's the newest Resident Evil right. live action movie the one that had the girl from Hannah John came in the one that played Ghost in, yeah she was Jill Valentine oh and then I forget who played Claire in it well, I had the I just know it had what's her face from the Maze Runner yeah she played Claire. Okay. Um, that girl that gets Teresa. Yes. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it, but so, I I recognized her. I love Kara. Res- 
Uh, sorry, go ahead. We've established who it is. It's fine. Um, four, and I love four. Mm-hmm. I have such good memories of playing Resident Evil four and five because my friends Mike and Evie, we pretty much locked ourselves in my room and ordered pizza that entire weekend, and they watched me play Resident Evil four, <laughs> and it was just like the perfect weekend. But uh, Resident Evil four. Oh my god. It kind of changed all of the it changed the course of the Resident Evil games because that is when they started becoming more action oriented mm-hmm. than horror. Like they oh, added okay. quick time events like um that knife fight with the Krauser dude. Yeah. That was like that had never been something like that had never happened before like in a Resident parrying. Evil. Game. Yeah, and yeah. all that crazy shit mm-hmm. had never been in a Resident Evil game before. And so then, because 4 just, like, blew up and, Mm -hmm. like, took the world by storm, they did it again with 5. And Mm -hmm. 5 was really cool, which, if they remake 5, which I'm sure they will... uh, Well, Jacksepticeye said he wasn't sure whether they would or not, because apparently it was kind of racist. True. (laughs) But then again, I also think that 4 could also be interpreted as racist somewhat. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, one of my Latin ex friends mm-hmm. uh, mentioned that they were happy that they used actual Spanish-speaking people for the yeah. villagers and everybody in the remake. They didn't in the original. No, they used uh, Mexican voice actors. Like it was going to be. There's a difference between. Oh, I didn't know where they actually were. I wasn't thinking. Yeah, it's in Spain somewhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So gotcha. I can't comment on it because I didn't know the difference. I wouldn't. I mean, like, I yeah, barely understand we wouldn't, Spanish. So. But one of my friends commented on it, and he like very much appreciated cool. what they did with yeah. four. But five, while it is problematic, mm-hmm. um, but like, what game isn't if you look at any of them too hard? So is it? I mean, okay. So in four, obviously, they're killing. They're in Spain. Yeah. So the people who are infected are Spanish people. Five, they're in Africa. So the people who are infected are African. Yes. Is there anything else to it? Any Ooh. other reason why it would be considered racist? I don't think so. I mean, they're just, it's, they're just zombies who happen I to didn't... be African. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into this conversation. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I don't know. we will dig ourselves <laughs> into a hole that we didn't mean to, but... My favorite thing about five is that you can play that entire game two player and it just so happened to work out that I had somebody that we had the same, uh, my friend Doss. I don't know if you ever met Doss. I think so. But he had the same schedule as me, at least when this game came out. So we would work (laughs) and then we would go over to Andrew's house Mm -hmm and play resident evil 5 and we played that entire game together as a team and it was amazing it was so fun it was great and it was my favorite resident evil experience even though 2 is still my favorite Mm -hmm. that was my favorite experience because i got to play the entire thing with somebody else fun it was so fun have they not remade 3 they did remake 3 I just haven't seen anybody uh, play it Three online. is good. I like three. That's the one that uh, Nemesis came from. Um, it's a giant zombie with a rocket launcher. Cool. That <laughs> specifically hunts down stars. So it particularly wants to kill Jill and Chris. So I, 
I've only actually watched the playthrough for two and four, so I only know Leon. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Leon is the goat. And Ada. Yes. Course. I love me some Ada. Um, six is like critically panned. Most people don't like six. I. Uh, it's too much of everything that everybody loved about four. Oh. And it's overloaded because that has, I think, I'm pretty sure six has everybody. I didn't even finish it. Mm. Um, six has Jill. It has Chris. It has Leon. I don't. It has Ada for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has Claire in it. It has this dude named Pierce, who everybody like jokes that that's uh, Chris's boyfriend. Because <laughs> he's is, so. yeah, Chris is uh, Claire's <laughs> brother. Okay. And he's in the first game with Jill. And Jill is the character that Jill is, is like in the, the original final girl from Resident Evil, who they just kept making movies about. No, that you mean the Mila Jovovich, right? Jovovich, um, she, Alice is an original character. Alice, okay. Alice is an original character. Those, but they Why? did. Why did they do that? I can't. I can't say shit because I love the Resident Evil movies. I, I, I think the first one is cool. I love all of them because I mean, but it doesn't. I mean, I again, I've only watched two playthroughs. I haven't actually seen. They're it. not the games. Yeah, I, d- I just sh- they incorporate things from the games. And what's weird is they'll put the characters from the games in. I like, know isn't Ada does she Ada's in, up in the movies? Leon's in them. Jill's in them. Uh, Wesker's ass is in them. Uh, I just don't get it. I mean, these are so. These are such cinematic games. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't adapt them. I don't know. And I think it's part of it. I think it's that case of like, well, if you adapt the game, you have to do one of two things. Kind of like when you adapt a TV show or a book, Mm -hmm. it's like you either. What they need is the last of us formula where they change everything in a good way. They need Mm -hmm. somebody to just hold their hands and do it the last of us way. Right. Obviously, you need somebody who is good at it. Yeah, but we didn't have people like that back in the day. Right. So yeah. if you can't, so you're torn between either doing an exact carbon copy of the right. game, which a lot of people don't, because oh, if you do that, then right. people are going to be like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to just watch the game. That even though I think that more people are more apt to watching games now than they used to be, like me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so there's no pressure on me. I no. don't have to do anything. I could just enjoy this. Yeah, that's why I. Quit playing The Last of Us and watch somebody else beat it. Yeah, I've literally, I mean, Jacksepticeye posts three hour long videos of game playthrough and I just sit here and watch the whole thing. Yeah. Three hours. Um, One of my, also, uh, speaking of that, one of my friends sent me a video of some girl that breaks down that book that you've been reading that we talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. And I'm totally going to watch it. It's like four hours, but I'm going to watch that yeah, shit. I love, I, it's so funny. I see people online talking about like, oh, that video's too long. You think I'm going to watch that? I'm like, bitch, I am looking for the longest possible video. <laughs> I want to play. I just want to press play and not have to worry about finding something else. I do prefer a short video, but if it's something, infer- if it's something specific that I want, like I love listening to mostly nitpicking. I'll listen to mm-hmm. an entire episode mm-hmm. of mostly nitpicking, which is why I don't care that our episodes sometimes go super yeah. long because i will listen to like a three hour long episode of that yeah and you don't have to yeah no nobody's forcing you, you to do any of this at any time yeah but yeah i mean uh that's like why we jenny, added markers for this 
like Jenny Nicholson videos are generally really long, mm-hmm. but I enjoy those. Defunct Land. I'm just like I love a long YouTube video. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I don't have to make another decision for at least an hour. Which I love that for you. <laughs> I wish, I wish I wasn't a gamer, because there's so many games that I want to play and like beat. Like it's taking me forever to beat the new Fire Emblem game, mm-hmm. which is good. Like all those stories are more or less the same, but I still enjoy playing them. I love the gameplay. I love the characters. Plus, like I chose to be. I almost always choose to play as a girl when they give me actually I think they mostly give you the option to choose if you want to play as a male or female but I always choose a girl character because they always look better I don't know what that game is it's fine it's a tactical <laughs> uh it's a tactical strategy like RPG oh okay and, but they it's a cool story you're usually like some amnesiac character with powers and you're very important cool and Fun. I'm playing as like a really pretty girl with blue and red hair <laughs> <laughs> and I'm amazing but it's taking me forever to beat that game because mm. I just have so many interests like I yeah and I'm always doing stuff like I gotta work and I've gotta <laughs> fucking and I wanna read mm-hmm. uh, like I'm rereading this manga uh, called Berserk which is <laughs> it's so good like I watched the anime when I was a kid and then they brought it back and like did new. Well, I've watched mo- There were three movies that cover everything that happened in the anime in the nineties, mm-hmm. and then um, they did a new anime series that went on for like two seasons, and it covered stuff that I hadn't seen in the old anime and it wasn't in the movies. And now I'm reading the manga, and just fantastic. I love it. Well stupid reason that i am not further along in the book mm-hmm. is that i also have been reading a really long fan fiction what, what's it about is it teen wolf no it's not teen wolf i'm i'm still so very solidly in the destiel fan fiction world i love that <laughs> and i mean it's not like most of them are not plot heavy it's just kind of you know re- them remember? loving each other <laughs> of course obviously um, you remember the episode, the end, where it was like an apocalypse had happened and like cat got junky and yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. an an alternate universe that okay, but it's just really long and it's not um oh shit what's the one there's one that ev- people talk about a lot that's like an epic it's like I started reading it and down to Agincourt. It's like, it's got its own fandom. Oh, wow. It is so long. It's longer than any novel ever written, I think, at this point. It's not finished. (laughs) It has been going on for, like, ten years. God bless the person who is writing this and the people who are reading it. I do not have that fortitude. It's not that. (laughs) That's so funny that you say that because the thing about Berserk the way I got introduced to it before I even read the anime or watched the anime, uh, back when Walden Books was in the mall, oh god, I went there and they used they had the first volume of the manga and mm-hmm. it was shrink wrapped and it was mature, <laughs> and I would see it all the time when I would go in there, but it was like shrink wrapped so I couldn't do uh-huh. anything with it. I went in there and one day there was one that wasn't shrink wrapped. <laughs> And I opened, and I immediately like was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna look and see what's in there." <laughs> the first page is like the main character guts having sex with like some chick out in the field, and I'm like, oh, 
and I, I was so young. I don't even remember how old I was. And then she turns into a demon and she's like, ha ha ha, you're trapped. And he's like, no, you're trapped, bitch. And then he's, he like pulls this lever on his arm and his he has like a metal arm and it turns into a cannon and he just blows this bitch's head off. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And then I went home immediately and I like get on the internet and I'm like researching it. So I'm like, let me find out everything about it. And so I'm just like reading about it and I'm like, I find out that it started in the 80s, which I'm oh, wow. immediately like, ooh, ooh. That means this has been out for a while. And then I keep reading and I was like, it's still going on. And I was like, mm-mm, no. I'm not doing this because I prefer things that are already done. Yeah. Because I just don't have the commitment. Mm-hmm. Like, it took me years to come to terms with the fact that Pokemon are probably going to outlive me. Oh, yeah. And so are the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So, like, these things that I love are going to keep going and I can't keep mm-hmm. up with them. Well, that's why, I, well, I mean, that's how I feel about fan fiction. Like, you can, you can, like, subscribe to a fan fiction to be updated when it, it updates, but I just, I can't do that. I'm sorry. I need to read it all and finish it. Otherwise, I've tried. I cannot do chapters. Exactly. I don't remember what happened. I've read other stories in between. It's the same character. And that's one of my fears about the MCU. Know. And like my thing is like, I don't want to die with this thing unfinished. <laughs> I'm like I'll be the ghost that sticks around because I didn't finish my favorite show. Not because like I have like some kind of grudge. My unfinished business mm-hmm. is gonna be the MCU. Yeah, you and I will be haunting the Regal Cinema <laughs> yes. waiting for the new MCU. Movie to come exactly. Out. So my thing with Berserk was that I was like, this dude is going to die before this ends. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want that. So I just like left it. But then they made the anime and it was only 26 episodes that came out in its Mm -hmm. own like super badass box set that um, I can't remember if I got it for myself or if my parents got it for me, but I watched it and it was fucking sick. (laughs) It was awesome. It's like the coolest shit ever. Mm -hmm. It's very violent. It's medieval. It's like a little boy would just like eat that shit up. <laughs> if you're like a little 12 year old boy that loves violence, like Berserk is for you. Mm. It's about like this badass swordsman who like fights demons and it takes place in medieval times and he has this <laughs> giant sword and he's just like a total badass. And then, but the thing about the anime is the first episode is like demon shit and then it immediately goes, the rest of the entire series is a flashback. That shows everything that happens in his life leading up to the demon shit. (laughs) And you're like, you just like watch his life and you're like, dude, this dude's life fucking sucks. (laughs) And then you get to watch him like become part of this mercenary group. And he like learns about friendship and shit. And you're like, damn. And he's like, he's always a badass. Mm -hmm. But like you see this like fucking like beast of a man like who's just like only known like war his whole life like learn how to like love and care about people and everything and then you see like all of it get taken away from him and like the most horrific way of course imaginable and it's like oh my god <laughs> Heather, this series is a masterpiece. Berserk is so good. I'm going to tell you about it in like in detail off okay. the podcast. But I'll take it's your word for it. Fucking dope. <laughs> and um, anything I'm just and whatever anything that's manga or anime, I just have to take your word for it. Yeah, I know. I don't want you to like read it, but the story, like the story, is there. You would love it. Uh, story hearing about it. Um, 
Anyway, <laughs> I feel like we've just like gone on tangents now. Yeah, that's we're just what we talking do. about random shit. So uh, I mean, the, uh, if anybody is interested in another tidbit for the masses, this is <laughs> this is totally random. But so mystery murder mystery two just came out. Oh yeah 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 I with Adam Sandler and Jennifer yeah. Aniston. I never watched the first one. I hadn't either, but honestly, Ryan was like, "You should get check it out. It's a fun mm-hmm. little movie, and it is surprisingly entertaining. Like, okay. it's not what you expect from it. You have to have watched the first one. Well, I, I'm just talking about the first one. I haven't oh, finished. Okay, I okay. started the second one, but it was too late, and I didn't finish it. Okay, but it's surprisingly funny. Okay. I, I mean, I know I'm probably not the only one who doesn't think. Adam Sandler is. Oh, <laughs> but. I forgot to tell you. I decided to rewatch Splinter. Oh yeah. And I love it. And I found out because one of my horror movie podcasts covered it. Mm-hmm. And I found out that Toby, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. uh, director? directed it. Yeah. And he was one of the directors on Teen Wolf. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh. <laughs> Well, that explains why Kate was in both. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, well, that was all I wanted but, to say about that. But if you're just looking for just the fun, mm-hmm. kind of, it's, I mean, it's got little elements of the murder myth, which is fun, but it's most, okay. but it's, it's surprisingly, I guess maybe it just surprises me because I think of Adam Sandler as 12 year old boy humor. Oh yeah, for sure. But surprisingly not like childish mm-hmm. and like well that's like click completely took me by surprise I've never um like i don't think it made me cry but it was better than i thought it was gonna be i'm just surprised because like it's a married couple yeah and i'm just expecting it to be like some kind of king of queens like bullshit like oh my ball and chain kind yeah. of yeah but like no they seem to genuinely enjoy each other's company and like like each other which yeah. doesn't seem like it be too should be too much to ask but yeah. for you know standard media it can be but that's that's mm. delightful and it's just also kind of funny and it is also a murder mystery which i i need to finish the second one it's like glass onion light okay <laughs> that's fine i feel like i've watched something similar but i can't think of what it is anyway mm. So, I'm ready to wrap it up if you are. Yeah, I think we've gone on for quite a while. Yeah, it's like, we're, we are at the two hour mark. Yeah, that's so, what happens when I you can't even see it. We're not even looking at it. We're just like yeah. not paying attention so, to how long we've been talking. You know, if you stuck around this long, thanks for sticking <laughs> around. As always, uh, we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. You're going to have to turn it off. <laughs>